breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. I'm live here in the Mac Hike of Flowwood Studios. If I was speaking of Mac Hike of Flowwood, get out there and see them this week. Home of the three ninety nine car payment and home of the in and out one hour promise. And once you pick your vehicle out and decide on the one you're getting, they're going to get you in and out of there, all your paperwork done, and have you busting bugs, as we like to say in the car business, <clears throat> within one hour. So, and that's not three ninety nine a week. We're not making weekly payments. Three ninety nine a month. Man. Heck, I, you know, I, I, I'd be honest. I thought the three hundred dollar car payment died a long time ago, and I was talking to somebody the other day and asked her how much her car payment was. She's like three seventy six. I'm like, dang, you must have gone to Mac hike. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was looking for a car, and this has been, I don't know, 10 years ago or so. I was looking at a car, and I went to a dealership, and they were willing to get me down to, you know, about that, a $400 car payment. But they were also going to do it over, like, 84 months. And I was like, whoa. I'm like, nah, I don't think I can do that. Like, I think I need a cheaper car then. I know. I was talking to somebody about how expensive these trucks were gotten, like, new F-150s and stuff. And, I mean, I think you can option an F-150 up to about a hundred grand now. Yeah. I was like, and you're going to pay seven or $800 a month for 96 months. Or something crazy like that. I'm like, no, sir. No. no not today, Satan. Can't. <laughs> not, <laughs> can't not today. <laughs> uh uh-uh, I ain't doing it. But, you know, I guess the pe- different people's different budgets, different everything. But for Clay Edwards, it don't work. Yeah, me yeah. either. <laughs> so, Mack Hike of Flowwood, get in and out an hour, get you a three ninety nine car payment on select models, and up to 15000 off on other select models. You can shop them online, MacHikeCDJRF.com, or just go stop by, see them in person right there on Lakeland Drive at Airport Road. Tell them Clay Edwards sent you and that you heard it on WYAB. Uh, as Stephen Yatroska likes to say in the opening of his show, we do not take any taxpayer dollars here at WYAB. We are 100% sponsor-funded, and uh, those sponsors won't fund us if you don't support them. So be sure to let them know where you heard it. Uh, that is your way to get back to us without having to give us any money. <laughs> and if you're going to buy a car anyways, you might as well go somewhere that supports us. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we got a lot of great sponsors here. Go support them all. All right. In the studio with me, I got Stephen Jatroska with the Liberty Wake Up Call here from 6A to 7A every morning on 103.9 WYB, every Monday through Friday morning. And uh, Stephen knows what he's got his finger on the pulse of what's going on down at the Capitol. So we're going to talk about, I really want to get into the HB 1020 stuff, but let's start with the. Tate Reeves post yesterday coming out in favor of Medicaid expansion. And I, I, when I saw it, I said, Stephen's show is going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. You know, some mornings, uh, Monday mornings are tough sometimes, politically speaking, because a lot of times people try to take off on weekends, you know, try not to talk about politics and politicians are in Jackson Monday through Friday. So they try not to do anything stupid over the weekends so that people have something to talk about on Monday. So usually I come into my Mondays and I have a little to talk about over the weekend. Nothing politically happened. You know, they don't do a whole lot on Friday in the legislature. So, most Mondays, I don't have much to talk about. Well, this gave me an entire hour to talk about, and I said this when I first started my show this morning. I said, this is probably going to bleed over into Tuesday and Wednesday's show, too, because there's just so much to talk about uh, in you know this Medicaid expansion. So, of course, Delbert Hoseman, you know, Delbert the Democrat, he's always supported Medicaid expansion. Uh, as soon as he was elected, you know, he didn't go into his election in 19 saying that. Uh, but as soon as he got elected in the legislature, he supported Medicaid expansion. It's pretty much passed the Senate uh, every year since he's been there, it's always died in the house, but you know, we always saw Philip Gunn and Tate Reeves as being, you know, staunch, uh, you know, uh, opponents to Medicaid expansion. So thought that we would never see that under those two, as long as we had Philip Gunn and Tate Reeves, never thought we'd see it. Well, like you said, over the weekend, Tate Reeves came out and posted on Facebook that he's now supporting Medicaid expansion. So, 
We'll see where that goes. He is now calling the House. The Senate, of course, has already passed it this year, but he's calling the House to now pass a Medicaid expansion bill and saying if it comes, he will support it. And, you know, of course, I talked about on my show this morning, I read out his tweet. And to me, the the most uh, you know offensive thing to me as a conservative that he says is he knows this will be philosophically uncomfortable basically saying that he knows this is completely against what we as conservatives and we as Republicans should believe, but he's going to do it anyways. So here we are, Medicaid expansion. And, you know, I said this uh, earlier in my show too, but if Philip Gunn is our only uh, holdup now, if he's the one that we have to put our faith in to try to stop this Medicaid expansion, then we are hopeless because I, you know, don't, I rarely, put much hope in philip gunn to do anything and so this is probably the same uh you know along the same accord that if i'm putting my hope in philip gunn to stop something uh we will fail miserably well you know what pisses me off about and i guess i, I hope i can say that uh, about all this is from a guy who i can't afford health insurance yeah and i also don't qualify for any government handouts yeah so here we are we're going to lift the poor up and I air quotes in the studio, salute to Mike Madison, um, air quotes in the studio, the poor, uh, the, the, most people who fall in that category aren't in it for a hand up. They're in it for a handout. Yeah. They're career welfare recipients. They're not working. And for, for whatever reason, we find ourselves catering to these people more and more and more as if we need them for anything, especially the ones that aren't working. Yeah. You know, I, unless you are 100% on dis, you are 100% disabled. And you physically cannot work. You should not be getting any welfare. Yeah. You should figure it out like the rest of us have had to our whole damn lives. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, well, I'm fed up with this. Yeah. Well, I, I talked about this on my show this morning that uh, it's called tyranny of the majority. So when the majority get together, that's why we don't have a direct democracy. That's why our founders of our country set this up, our you know, system of government as a republic, so that we have representatives that, you know, represent the people. And we elect them. We don't just have a direct democracy. A direct democracy is when you know, five of us get in the room and we vote on what the five of us want to do. And four of us say we're going to steal from the fifth guy. And he has no say in it because the four of us democratically voted to take everything from him and spread it amongst ourselves. So with the way politicians do it nowadays is they're just one step apart from that direct democracy. So Tay Reese went out and did polls. He did polling. He's running for re-election. He wants to keep his power. He wants to you know, keep being the governor, so he's running for re-election this year. And so he did polling. Of course, if you do polling and ask people, hey, do you want free stuff, what are they going to do? They'll say, yeah, I want free stuff. And so the majority of people want free stuff. So he polled it. They want free stuff. So Tate Reeves is now supporting giving them free stuff. But that free stuff isn't free. They have to first take it from other people. So they've got to take it from us. So the majority in his polls are saying, yeah, we want free stuff. So he says, okay, well, I'm going to give you free stuff, even if that means I have to take it from the minority of people, the taxpayers, the few of us who actually pay taxes, they're going to take from us in order to redistribute that to the majority who want free stuff. And he he campaigned his first time around on not expanding Medicaid. Right. That was like, we're going to change the flag, wasn't going to expand Medicaid. Yep. And here we are. With a, one change, with a change flag yep. and uh, Medicaid expansion incoming. Yeah. Because they're going to do what they're going to do down at the Capitol, whatever he's, he's said. They, they, right. At the end of the day, he jumps, they say how high. Right. You know, I mean, the, the directive is, it has now been pushed, which just brings me to this. And I was thinking about it on the way in, listening to you this morning. 
if 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 we have any chance of salvaging anything here right now, we have got to get Chris McDaniels in there as the lieutenant governor yep. to be to be a roadblock, to be a dam yes. between us and really being a Democrat state. Yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, so many of our Republicans don't even know what it means to be a Republican. They don't know what our party platform even says and and the party platform is actually pretty good i've i've come to call myself just a platform republican i just believe in the platform that's what i want for our state is just for republicans to who call themselves republicans to actually stick to the platform if we would do that then we could raise ourselves out of the bottom we would be out of last place as mississippi but we'll never do that with our currently elected politicians and chris mcdaniel is a true conservative uh i've supported him for a long time uh you know personally and you know, professionally in the legislature have helped him uh, with a lot of policies and legislation that he's introduced i've worked with him on those you know i work at the capitol during session and have uh you know for quite a while now and um i think this is my fifth session in that i've worked at the capitol and chris mcdaniel has always supported you know true conservative values and policies that i've pushed at the capitol and if we want to stop this bleeding, you know, stop our state from just continuing down the path of being a democratic state, uh, you know, a democratic party held state, even though they call themselves Republicans, you know, they're pulling right from the playbook of the Democratic Party. If we want to stop that flood, then we have to have someone that's actually willing to stand up and, you know, preserve our conservative values. Other than a the abortion stuff, which we've been very good on that. Other than that, what what have they done that they, that they can stand on and pound their chest about being conservatives? I mean, so the the only two things apparently in Mississippi that you have to be to be a, a conservative, and I'm going to do the you know air quotes in the station and air quote conservative. The only thing people in Mississippi believe you have to stand for. If you don't stand for one of these two things, then you're out. You can't be a conservative, but. To most people in Mississippi, what conservative means is you have two positions, pro-life, pro-gun, and that's about it. And so we have been pretty good on guns. Um, I wouldn't say we've been you know 100% great on it. There are several bills that Chris McDaniels actually introduced to make us even a more free state when it comes to firearms. Uh, one, protecting the state coming out and saying we will protect the Second Amendment within the state of Mississippi regardless of what the federal government does. So the federal government comes down and tries to start uh, relieving us of our Second Amendment rights, uh, then our state would force back. And so Chris McDaniels actually introduced a legislation, I think, every year for the past four or five years, saying that we would be basically a Second Amendment sanctuary state. And our state, Mississippi, would stand up against the federal government if they ever try to intrude on that. But that bill hasn't passed. No reason for that not to pass. Yeah. I mean, no reason. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back, land this plane for this first hour. This is the Clay Edwards Show live in the studio with Stephen Yatroska, uh, host of Liberty Wake Up Call right here on 103.9 WYAB. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. I'm live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios with Stephen Yatroska. Of Liberty Wake Up Call, Stephen. Uh, I'm gonna put off any of my ad reads because I know we have limited time here, and uh, we got three hours today, so I got time <laughs> for yeah. those. Uh, we do appreciate all the sponsors, and I promise you're gonna get yours here just shortly. Uh, let's talk about HB 1020 real quick. Yep, it's been gutted. Which I mean, at the end of the day, this is how negotiations work, right? 
you know, you ask for the world. I mean, go back and listen or read Donald Trump's uh, Art of the Deal. He'll tell you this yeah. is how you do it. Yeah. You, you ask for everything and hope to meet in the middle. Yeah, and yeah. With what you really need out of the deal, I don't. I do think that the uh, the judges being appointed would have helped Hines County, considering their track record for electing absolutely terrible politicians. But at the end of the day, I will settle for Capitol Police being able to roam all of Jackson. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's funny, you know, Sylvia called during my show last week, and she was asking, you know, about updates and and what I told her before they had actually done anything was. What I thought would happen is that they would end up in the Senate. Either they were just going to let it die altogether, or if they did let it pass, they would strip out basically the judges from it, the appointed judges from it, and you know leave the police officers, you know, the expansion of CCID in for Capitol Police, and that's kind of what they did. Except they actually expanded it, you know, so the Capitol Police can now you know cover anywhere in the city of Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, but they basically stripped out the entire you know set aside. Uh, judicial system with the appointed judges, but they did increase. Um, I think they're adding a couple special yeah, uh, judges that I got it right here. They're going to create uh, says Hines County gains two temporary circuit judges whose right. jurisdictions is limited to criminal matters. The chief justice will appoint those two circuit judges. Their terms expire on December 1st, 2026. The appointed chancellor is removed from the bill. The bill creates three more assistant district attorney positions the Hines County public defender may appoint three full-time public defenders and the Hines County prosecuting attorney may appoint two more assistant county attorneys yeah there you go so I mean they they are still appointed I don't know if the judges that they're appointing have to live within the district but at least the elected uh DAs and prosecutors right. they, they get right. to appoint them yeah that's right so I think it does make it a better system I think it's closer to what I would want to do if you know constitutionally what I think is uh is probably closer to what our founders believed in and so I don't really have a problem with it. I think expanding the CCID throughout the entire city is going to put a lot of burden on the Capitol Police, and I don't necessarily want that, but it is what it is. I think it's a better bill now because of what it was before. Well, you know, my parents live over in South Jackson. My dad said they ain't seen a cop over there close to buy them in almost three months. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break real quick. We'll be right back on The Cled with show on 103.9 WYAH. 